I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello? Hey guys, and welcome back to the group chat. We are so excited to be back filming another episode. Yes, I'm not going to lie, was just yawning. I also, <laughs> I haven't, I always feel like I'm in the best mood on podcast recording days. Yeah, I, I get like, very get excited. get so excited to come in. It's just like a new sort of excitement. Yeah, I haven't had coffee this morning and I didn't have coffee yesterday either. Usually it doesn't affect me too much, but like, I was just yawning before, but I'm not tired. Like I'm not bored or anything. You know how people say like, oh, if you're yawning, you're bored. Mm. I'm definitely not. I'm very, very excited to be here. You're talking about yawning. I'm literally about to yawn. Same. I have to feel like I have the urge to yawn, but (laughs) actually it's just dozing, just dozing off. No, yeah, I'm very, very excited. I actually tried a new coffee this morning. I tried that. Oh, yeah, you did. The one uh, the brand Boss. No, I don't think it's the brand is Boss. I think the brand is like... I don't know, but it's just, it says boss on it and it says number one canned coffee in Japan. And it's, it's just like a little can. I've always seen them around and I'm like, I really want to try them. I just tried the iced latte. You can get all different ones, but I just tried the iced, light, iced latte and then put my own sweetener in it. And it wasn't too bad. Like I didn't hate it, but I also like love my at home cold brews that I make way more. Mm. And I find any coffee I have, I still prefer my homemade cold brews that I have. So I've just been on the instant coffees at home. I tried to make an instant coffee once and it was an epic fail. Really? Okay, so ours are actually really nice. Iced or hot? Iced. Yeah, iced. They're they're actually quite nice. you don't even have heaters or anything and it's freezing in Sydney. I just love iced coffee. I just can't sit and have a hot coffee unless I'm at a cafe and it's like, you know. A good one. Yeah, a good one. But no, I love making my iced matches as well. Because I've been, I've really nailed how to do that now. So I've been having matcha mm. as well lately, but um, I haven't had a matcha in ages. Yeah. Also, last week, I don't know if it's like, I don't know what was going on, but last week, I think I was PMSing really bad. You just yawned. I just yawned again. Sorry. God, I'm so sorry. My story is so boring. <laughs> no, I'm not bored. I just, it's like, I don't know why my body yawns. It just yawns and I'm not bored. I don't know how Can to stop it. Can you not in the mic? No one wants to hear. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep um, going. Keep going. Anyways, last week I was a different person. And I think I was PMSing really bad. But, well, I didn't realise at the time. I didn't I didn't know what. I didn't know what was wrong. But I was just 
so off all last week. Like every day I was just in the worst mood. The smallest little things would like put me on the edge and almost have a meltdown. Like I was in. Maybe that's why you didn't answer my text messages or calls. Mate, well, I don't even remember you texting or calling me. So I probably just didn't see that. You're always on your phone though. So I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how either. Anyways, go <laughs> going. Anyways. Um, yeah, I was in office works trying to print some prints that I had bought for my house. And I just like. I bought them. Yeah, I didn't like them ones though. So I went and bought other ones. Oh, okay. but yeah sorry little bit of a detour from this conversation (laughs) I went and bought some prints for my apartment and now that I'm living with my boyfriend I didn't even think to ask for his advice or opinion on if he likes these posters (laughs) they were full-blown hot pink posters that I was going to pop up in our like our bedroom section like above like our drawers honestly I'm with I'm with him on that one they were not they were not House. And I showed him, he's like, did you buy us some prints? And I was like, yeah. And I showed him them and he's like, they're literally hot pink. Like, they're, why Why is everything in this apartment pink? Everything's getting womanized. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sorry. Anyways. I felt bad. Yeah, so, so. I decided, I messaged Ashley and I was like, do you want my prints that I bought? Yeah, I looked at them and I uh, didn't really like them that much. So then I went and bought more prints. And then, because I wanted like A3. So I went to Office Works. This is the second time actually I actually no this was now the third time I've been to office works to try and print these prints and it just wasn't working it just it just was not it was not printing how I wanted it to print and they weren't like A3 and they weren't printing nicely so I was just getting like so fed up and I was in the worst mood and my boyfriend was with me and I literally got to the point where I was walking out. I was like, just don't say anything to me. Just don't say anything because I'm <laughs> this close, this close. You can't see my fingers, but it's like like a millimetre, this close to having a breakdown. So just do not say one word. I just want to sit in silence on the car ride home. <laughs> and I like so many things last week was just putting me Aww. on the edge. And then I was in Woolworths doing my grocery shopping and this – I I will say quickly, this is not about this is not an argument I would be I'm complaining about. Like this in a relationship, this is, you know, not the worst thing to be complaining about. Anyways, I was in Woolworths and I think it's just the fact that I was PMSing that made things so much worse. But I was in Woolworths, Woolworths doing my grocery shopping and he came with me. And, you know, I got to the checkout, I bought my groceries, and then he he just like transferred me half the amount of the groceries without even asking me and then I started getting annoyed because I was like I don't need like I'm not expecting you to pay half of my groceries and he's like yeah but I come over all the time and like yeah, eat the food nice and gesture. like you know we cook food together and I eat the food as well like I'm yeah why are you arguing about it because I was like well I don't because I was like I can pay for my own groceries like I don't expect that like I want you to come over and like obviously I can like you know I don't go to your house when I go to yours and like help your fa- like family with paying for the dinner that they're cooking me and things like that. Like, I just, I don't know. I think it was just because I was already in a bad mood that I was just like so annoyed that he just transferred me for my groceries. And then I was like, you can just transfer me whenever you want because you have my bank details, but I don't have your bank details. So I can't just transfer you without asking. And like, I don't know. It was just turned into like a stupid little argument of me getting annoyed that he transferred me for half my. Yeah, groceries. I think you were definitely I was just, annoyed I was for just, no just, reason. Yeah, I was. I was just finding little things. But you should have just been like, "Wow, that is I so was, nice." Also, Thank quickly, so I was. I was very grateful. I was. I did say like, 
I'm very, you know, that's very, very nice of you. But I was just like, you <laughs> that was, I was like, I was like, you're just so nice all the time. And like, <laughs> you just, you always buy me coffees. Like sometimes I want to buy you coffees. And like, yeah, it was just, it was so extra. I just, I was a different person. That's, last that's week. not a bad, not a bad, um, situation to be in. No, it's not. Just it's having not. him, very having very him to offer to buy everything. <laughs> All right, so this episode, we actually gave you guys a TMI and confessions prompt. So yeah. usually with TMI and confessions, you guys are just sending through all of your rogue, you know, TMIs. Mm. Last week, I would have to say that one last week's took the cake. Mm, that was fun. Um, that was a good one. But this week, we posted a question that opened up a bit of a TMI conversation and so the prompt is for our TMI segment, have you been in a situation where you've heard someone doing the dirty or have you been heard or caught? I feel like everyone has had at least one if you where they've heard someone or they've... If you listened to our recent episode, the whole family, including the dog, caught them. I know... Me and Olivia don't even need to have this discussion because I know we've both been on both ends. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, why is it, what? Keep going. No, I was just going to say, like, because we both have been on both ends. Yeah. And I think we're also at the comfortable level. Yeah, I don't really we, care, to be yeah, honest. Like, we are at a comfortable level. I don't really care. I, before I moved to Sydney, when when we moved to, like, Ashley's recent place, we're in a bit more of a smaller, smaller apartment. and The old the, place? No, like the new one, like where you are oh. now, where you're living now. It is, the walls are thin, like so thin. And like, I can't, I literally can't. And I think the fact that I hadn't seen my boyfriend in four months and I had to <laughs> listen to every little, okay, but I don't feel as bad because last year I wasn't even in a relationship I was so single and had to hear you and your boyfriend, which I don't obviously really? don't care. But I didn't. Yes, I remember I woke okay. up one time. <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> okay, that's enough. No more. <laughs> Let's stop talking about us. Okay. Um. Yeah, we've definitely both been on complete opposite. Uh, we've spectrums. both been on both ends. Yeah. Although. Actually, at our old place, I never ever heard you. <laughs> That's because I had no boyfriend. But yeah, I think everyone who lives in the same house mm. or vicinity as their siblings. Well, what like, about people like, on like flatmates who don't really know each other that well? Like you just go and accept oh, to live with someone and then they have a partner that comes over. Yeah, that, that's Regularly. quite awkward. But it's it's so awkward. normal as well. It's like so normal yeah. and common that yeah. like it's just it's like an unspoken what like I don't know. It's like, like an a, unspoken thing that just happens. Yeah, you just don't speak of it. Anyways, yeah. most people on what and most people and most people are on the, the one they've, they've been heard? caught. Yeah, oh. no, they've been heard. Yeah. So someone goes, my six year old nephew came running in whilst me and my boyfriend were having <gasps> sex. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That poor little boy. He's only six. How do you know? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. You're about, about to, you're about to say how do you know it was a boy. 
<laughs> I think I'm just oh, a little so bit blonde sometimes. Yeah, no, I like no, but like I could imagine living at home and that happening to us with our little sister if we were still living at home because yeah. they're so naive they don't as well. And they don't, they don't no, like if that. the door's shut, they don't they don't have any yeah, idea. Like they're just gonna come no running idea. in. Like yeah. Someone said my bedroom window is right next to my neighbor's bedroom bedroom window she always leaves it open while doing the dirty oh my gosh how close she's in her early 20s I'd say and she's always got different guys over but always leaves the window open I can always hear it and the first time I looked out my window I could see her in there (gasps) with her friend as well I don't know if I should go over and tell her that her window is open and I can hear and see everything or if I should just leave it because that would be an awkward conversation oh my god no you know what this is so common and because in Sydney everything is so cramped and tight, like you're literally right next to your neighbours. So our window or like balcony area is literally right on top of like another complex. Like we can see into, I don't know if it's an apartment complex or if it's a house, but we can see like literally I can see into like someone's mm. bedroom or like a, I think it might be a study or like a lounge room, like it's so bad how you know people are freely just leaving yeah. these windows and luckily we haven't heard anything I don't yeah. think we haven't heard, heard anything I ever. do I do worry sometimes I mean like the complexes that are like the complex I live in at the moment when like the the windows and stuff are very tinted during the day mm. so you can't see anything during the day but at night time if the lights are on it pretty much you can see straight through and like sometimes if you're driving like through the complex, everyone's apartments, you can see like if they're lit up, you can see straight through. <laughs> yeah. Um, And so I haven't seen anything bad yet, but I remember I was out the front, me and my boyfriend were out the front and we we're getting into his car and like one of the apartments on like one of the lower levels, so it was quite close and like low down oh, and it's yeah. like their living room and he was like sitting on the floor in his undies or something just <laughs> with the lights on at night time. Well, you could just see the you guy just, just sitting there in his undies. Yeah, you could literally just see straight in because the lights were on and you could see everything when the lights on. Yeah. No, it's so <laughs> it's so common but it's actually so, so scary as well. Like you need to be careful. Um. And, like, sometimes when you're in an apartment complex, you don't feel the need to, like, shut the blinds. Like, you mm. just leave it leave it open and yeah. then the sun will wake you like, up. Because you're like, oh, there's five, you know, there's there's 50 other apartments here. Like, you know, no it's not as be. obvious yeah. one window or one door. And you also sometimes see things on TikTok about how, like, they're in a hotel room and they can hear the people in the hotel room next to them. That's my worst nightmare, being in a hotel room. And like someone in the hotel room next to me hearing. Yeah. I've always, or me hearing them. Yeah, I've always found like see, I've I don't think I've ever had that issue, but hotels I find are usually very thick walls because like it's a hotel usually you can't hear really? anything in other hotel rooms. But some maybe not. I've never had that issue, but <laughs> I've never heard any other people. In a hotel. Some girl said my boyfriend's brother walked in on us. It was super awkward. I think there's so like so many siblings walking in. I, yeah. Yes, I've heard my my brother and his girlfriend. Mm. The bed squeaks every time. Oh no, <laughs> not the squeaky bed. Best friend was having sex in the bed next to me whilst I was asleep on a mattress on the floor. Oh my god. I don't. 
I don't think I could do that to someone else if they were in the room. Yeah. Someone goes, we were in the snow recently and heard the people next door getting it on five times in one morning. <laughs> Little rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> I hear my neighbours all the time. That's so interesting. I mean, like, neighbours. houses would have to be pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Like unless they have their windows and like, full blown yeah, open, doors would have to be open. Or if it's like a townhouse or something. Mm. Oh god, I was living with my two best friends. They were in a rello, and I got home from work, and I could hear something. I walked around the corner, and their bedroom door was open. My friend had her legs over his shoulders, and he and he was balls deep in her. <gasps> They froze. Oh my god, that's too, that's way too much. Way that's too, way too much, much information for me. Way to visual. too much visual. Um, they froze. I laughed so hard. I pissed myself, and the guy hid in the corner and wouldn't show his face. Funniest thing. Oh gosh, that would that would be quite traumatic. Wait, did she say they were all best friends? No, she lived with two of her friends oh. who had boyfriends. So. No, but that was way too visual. Mm. Yeah, a lot of the replies about siblings or like younger siblings, siblings walking, walking in. in. Yeah. A couple of people said like they've heard their parents, but I like that oof. I don't I don't want to think I don't want to imagine that, please. One girl did this is a little bit of a longer one, but first of all, love you guys so much and so glad you finally made a pod. Thank you. You love you too. So this one is about my boyfriend and I a few years ago when we were in high school. We were going on a family holiday and were put in an apartment next to his parents. Anyways, we were super keen because it was our first time being away and sharing a room. You'd be so excited because, like, you're in your own little, like, Yeah, room you have no one else to worry about. Yeah. Let's just say we didn't really hold back on the noise levels thinking mm. the room was pretty soundproof until we hear the sound of his parents turning on the TV next door and turning it up super loud. Oh. <gasps> oh, no. So I'm not sure if this was to drown out our sound and give us the message they could hear us or if they just wanted to watch some TV. I'm going to hope it's that. I know sex is a normal part of a relationship, but just the thought of his parents hearing us makes me want to die. Yeah. We're still together to this day, so my mind constantly reminds me that they hurt us when I see them. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I mean, I didn't really worry about it that much. But when I went away recently, I feel like when you go away, you just have less of a care factor because yeah. you're somewhere where you don't know anyone. No one knows you. No one else is really around. And if they do hear you, they'll probably never see you again. Um, And, like, we, I think we, like, it, we just ha- stayed in Airbnb. So it was like a little townhouse. So obviously, like, there was no one really around but I still had that little worry in the back of my mind that like a townhouse being connected you know the people living next door could have heard or Mm. you know heard something and like every sometimes in the morning like we'd walk past each other going in and out of the complex of the townhouse and just a little like and like I I mean I don't think I don't think they would have but like I never know as well yeah but uh, they'll, yeah, they'll never see me again. Hopefully, yeah. so. <laughs> all right, that's all for our TMI and confessions for this week. We thought we would just do sort of our own conversation mm-hmm. for this week for the TMIs. So we kind of just stuck with those TMIs and confessions. But yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. 
dilemma debate. Dilemma debate. Okay, so this week's dilemma was, do you think there is a reasonable time frame to wait to move in with a partner? And we had three polls for this. So six months or less, six months to a year or two years and like plus. What do you think like the... I think I selected the six months to a year. Um, Obviously, like you can date for longer than that before moving in but I think the minimum at least should be six months like yeah at least have the first six months Mm -hmm. just dating I agree I think like yeah at least like six months to a year I feel like the first six months you can like recess you know how they say like the little time time stamps in the relationship like the first six months you're still figuring each other out and like you're still learning so much about each other and like the honeymoon phase not so much the honeymoon phase but like you're still finding out things about each other in the first six months and like yeah also you don't want to rush it too much like you still want to keep a little bit of that fun with like the date like you know going on dates and like looking forward to seeing each other and yeah why are you smiling over there like that because (laughs) (laughs) was I didn't even realize I was (laughs) because I was just thinking how like Obviously, for me and my boyfriend doing long distance for so long, we hadn't spent like long times amount, like long amount of times together. Um, and like one thing I have noticed about like living with each other, like we've been like, we've been so fine. Like we've honestly had no issues at all. But like one thing I have noticed is like there's little things that we're still probably learning about each other yeah. that like, or you'll even do differently or, or just like you haven't noticed, we haven't noticed because like, Usually when we'll visit each other, it's like three weeks like or what? two weeks. I need some examples. <laughs> no, like literally bare, like literally nothing, like nothing, but just little things of like what food he likes. Like mm. I didn't realise you didn't like that food or like, yeah. you know, how how you like your tea. I didn't realise this is how you like your tea. Like little things like that. Um, that it's just so funny because like you pick up on it, like obviously after we're, yeah. you, we've been spending a long, like long amount of time together. So yeah, it is, it is true. Like you. I mean, you're always going to be keep learning about your partner, but yeah, I do think rushing it sometimes you can skip like that dating phase, and if you're living together and you're like with mm. each other twenty four seven, it can get comfortable pretty quickly. Yeah, and I do think like that that part of the start of a relationship that really exciting part where there's like heaps of you know you're really excited last and yeah. excitement. Like, I feel like you know yeah you want to have that time to where like where you can spend time apart and like look forward to seeing each other next and like go on dates and yeah I think it's so funny because like thinking back before I was ever even in a relationship like I you always used to think I don't want to live with my partner until I've been with them for like four or five years (laughs) I literally used to say that I was like I don't want to like move in with someone until I've been with them for like five years like I had never been in a relationship before, so I didn't obviously really know. But, like, it's so different when you're actually in it and, like, when you know, you know. Or, like, there's so – no, you yawning. <laughs> actually, yawning with, like, tears in her eyes. <laughs> God, I'm so boring. <laughs> um, It's – yeah, it's so funny because when you're actually in it, it's so different. Mm. And let me just – let me read the percentages of what everyone said. So 11% said six months or less. 
Mm-hmm. 58% said six months to one year, which is the majority. Oh, I was in that 58%. Yeah, that's majority. And then 31% said two years and plus. So more than two years. So yeah, I think obviously most people said like the second and third poll, but it's it's just it differentiates between like you and your partner. It's so mm. different. Like I know people who've literally moved and in together straight cir- away. Yeah, and also your circumstances. Yeah. Like even like throughout COVID, I know so many people will just move straight in with their partners throughout COVID and then yeah. or even their relationship either like failed or like blossomed. Blossomed, yeah. yeah. Or even like if they're at an older age and they've, you know, obviously got everything settled, like, you know, they've got their job and like, I don't know, they're at that age where more of their life is sort of settled and then they find that one partner and then they're like, well, you know, they see them as their favorite person, like why not sort of yeah, get straight into like that. I'll go into some of the replies. So one girl has replied saying six months to a year is little to no time to know much about them. I'm still learning about my partner to this day and we've only been together almost two years. I feel like truly understanding your partner first will make your living situations easier and will put less stress and strain on the relationship. Mm. which I do think is true. I think you can kind of be jumping straight into the deep end if you're like you're moving in like a little bit too soon because if you don't know much about how each other work with finances or mm. like there's so many things you have to think about like how are they with their money, how are they with their cleaning up after themselves or like little habits, small things, yeah. Small things that you don't think about like or like yeah, cleaning, yeah. You know, how they are with like putting things away or yeah. mess. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny because even like since moving in with my boyfriend, I've just picked up on so many little things of like, mm. like nothing bad. Like, you know, we're both like eat pretty even with like our cleanliness and like cleaning up and, you know, we're actually pretty good. Like nothing I can complain about, but just little things like not changing the toilet roll or like not flushing after the toilet seat weeing or does he put the toilet seat down uh yeah yeah no yeah he's actually really good but yeah just like little things like that that you just like laugh at when you see it and you're like why did you do that <laughs> but yeah uh so we have a repl- uh one girl has said i think it's so dependent on the relationship you're in which i fully agree I've been with my boyfriend for over two years now and on our six-month anniversary, he moved into our family home temporarily as there was a family emergency back in Europe and his parents needed to leave the country. During the four months he moved in, we struggled the most. You get to know a completely new side of your partner, both the good Mm. and the bad. We would start arguing more about the little things one of us did and our space and privacy is definitely a lot less. No matter what, it's not going to be easy moving in, but I think it's really just about the way you function as a couple living under the same roof. I didn't have the best experience doing a trial early into our relationship, so I would say do whatever feels right in that moment and don't force it nor make decisions based on the time you've been dating for. Some people will need years because they don't want to compromise their privacy and space, Mm. which is true. Um, so like if you're like, you know, love your privacy and like, you know, don't feel comfortable with someone being in your presence like 24 seven, then maybe you prefer like not jumping straight into that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thought of like living with a partner always scared me or early on into a relationship as well, always scared me. Cause like, you know, I love my alone time. I love my routines 
you know, if I'm having a day where I just feel really awful, like I just want to be on my on own. Yeah. Um, but like, I guess since living on my own as well, I'm just with my partner more because I mean, like we're just together. We spend most of our time together and like we don't live together, but we're just, he's always over at my place. And the other day we, we stopped by his house and he just like, he like packed a couple of like double packs of of stuff to just bring over so it's at mine so it's there because like he's always at mine so he just has stuff there and, and then we're like walking out with like all of these like bags packed of stuff bags. and I'm like you're pretty much moving in <laughs> he's just moving himself in just slowly slowly adding more and more starts, things starts adding like a vase yeah oh no he literally did he, he bought like a little like fake pot plant from his room <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I was like, I'm literally, I'm going shopping to buy that stuff for my room, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, but this is the my for my bedside table. <laughs> um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But yeah, like, I feel like that always, like, scared me, but... Me and we're on that we're on such a comfortable level with each other that like there's literally nothing that either of us would do and like would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, no, I fully and we agree. also I feel like we just love it so much. Like we will cook dinner together at night time and like it's we just we love doing it. I agree. I feel like before I ever kind of got into a relationship, I was so scared of moving in with a partner because you kind of hear like the the common saying of once you move in with a partner you're practically like a married couple like you're not dating anymore you're not dating anymore you're not making the effort yeah but I just like don't think that's true like maybe it's because I am still so early on like I haven't actually been you know I've never lived with a partner for like two years so I can't you know can't think about it that far in advance but I just like love it so much. I really do, and I think like do you feel like it makes it more exciting because you look forward is. to going and, like when you get home, home you're so yeah. It's like going home and seeing a new puppy or and, something, like, doing things together like cooking, yeah, or, like, cooking dinner, your and night then, like, routines, waking up and making coffees or um, those little routines you guys start having together, and it's like yeah. you look forward to that. And I think like you don't have to turn into that married couple. Like I think even if you're still living together, you should still make an effort to go out and date go on each dates. other yeah. and, like, you know, organise special things to keep it exciting and, like, you know, change it up here and there with, you know, different aspects of your relationship. But, yeah, um, so I'm going to read a few more replies and then we can move on. Uh, two years-ish if you've only just met. So scientifically it's proven that it takes two years to really get to know someone properly. For example, my boyfriend and I worked together for two years before we even started a relationship. I moved in with him after eight months and people said it was too soon. But they had no idea that we had already been friends for two years and knew each other extremely well. Mm. Four years later, we still live together and it keeps getting better. Oh, which is so that's true. a positive one. Yeah. We love to hear that I've it keeps been, getting better. I've been with my boyfriend for over a year before we moved in, but not long before he had asked, 
if I wanted to and I declined. Low-key awkward, but he understood I was nervous. I definitely think age is a huge factor as we're both early 20s and to me, moving in is a bigger step. Now we live together and it's so wasn't something to be afraid of. Yeah. Mm. I think, well, when you are in your early 20s, like you still have so much life to live. Like, you know, you've got your whole life to live with your partner. Um, and even like a lot of people say, like, you know, go and practice living with your friends or like moving out of home and like living on your own. Like before you do that, before you do, what are you smiling about? <laughs> You're like staring at me smiling. I'm just still laughing about the little story I was telling before about how my boyfriend brought over the little fake pop lamp to put on <laughs> yeah. his bedside. On his no, side the fact that I said that as a joke. I said no. that as a joke. He <laughs> did. Um, <laughs> no, and like a little a little plate for his jewellery <laughs> sitting on his bedside table. No, because when before I was moving, like me, like before I moved to Sydney, me and my boyfriend, we had to obviously go and buy like plates and bowls and all of that kitchen stuff. And me and my boyfriend used to joke like, every day just take a plate or a bowl and just like slowly keep taking more like so they don't notice um, Wait, from where from your place <laughs> oh because <laughs> like technically it was our plates and bowls yeah, you know yeah. so he was like maybe just like once a day just wrap up a plate or a bowl and just like take them slowly <laughs> obviously i'm just wondering I didn't. where they go yeah you're like where did that cup go and i've just got it I think everyone is on their own timeline. I think it's different for everyone. Who's to say how long someone should wait? My partner and I moved in together after like two months. You know, you, when you when you know, you know. Mm. Two months. See, yeah. that's people, sometimes people do. Mm. And sometimes like everyone's, yeah, circumstances are so different. But what? Nothing. Oh, but you're just. I'm just laugh. smiling. <laughs> Am I allowed to just smile? Yeah. <laughs> just I'm like, do you want to say something? <laughs> no. But yeah, that was that was a really good topic. And I think. I think we have definitely covered it. So we're going to move on. Our advice hotline. Before we start giving advice, please remember we are not qualified professionals. So please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Let's see what stories people have wrote in today. Okay. This is a long one. Mismatched libido. Libido. I'm going to say that. Oh, God. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. Libido. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Miss. Okay. This is her title. Mismatched libido libido dilemma (laughs) hey girls have listened to all your episodes so far and genuinely are loving them so much thank you thank you just thought i'd reach out and drop a dilemma of mine into the dms so me a female and 20 years old and my boyfriend male and 21 with 21 years old has been together for just over seven months i'm so grateful to say that we have an amazing loving and healthy relationship one of those relationships where it's so easy flowing however our main problem is the fact that we have super mismatched sex drives i have a pretty high sex drive and he does not okay My love language is physical touch and I crave sex a lot of the time, not in a horny way, but as a way to show love. After and during sex is the time I feel the most loving and connected to him. So I find myself wanting to do it pretty often. 
However, he doesn't want to do it anywhere near as much as I do. And I found out through conversations of ours, our past and ourselves, that he's just an individual that does not have a high sex drive. Now, I haven't even mentioned this to him because my worst fear is making him feel pressured to have sex with me. I'd rather never have sex again than ever, ever make him feel pressured. So even though I've really been upset about this, I've never been able to bring it up. It really builds up feeling rejected over and over again. And I know not to get into my head about it because if he didn't love me, not find me attractive, then he wouldn't stay with me. I just really don't know how to fix this issue without him feeling pressured. He is the most gentle, kind and funny soul. I don't want to jeopardize our relationship, but this is really weighing on me. How should I go about this? And then my last point... I also feel like all of my friends either don't have this issue or have the opposite issue because I feel like we always hear about teenage young males having super high sex drives. So sometimes I feel ashamed as if this is my fault that he doesn't. Anyways, love you girls. Love you too. Yeah, wow, this is this a really is so interesting, interesting because I feel like you you usually hear it the other well, way Well, that's around. what she just said yeah. and I was going to say like it's very st- stereotypical. Even, like, um, I have seen a few is. TikToks recently and it's, like, girls talking about, like, going off the pill because their sex drive was pretty much, like, non-existent and, like, a lot of people would say, are you sure you're attracted to your partner? And, like, yeah, they knew they would but it was just, like, you know, like, the pill often, you know, really affects your hormones your lib- and, yeah. libido and stuff. Yeah. I think um, I was going to say, is he, like, on medication, like, is that something you could consider? Because sometimes if you're on yeah, like say, antidepressants can be, or yeah, um, sometimes medications, sometimes medications can, affect can affect your, your sex, sex drive. drive or even like your – Or even hormones if you have yeah. an imbalance. Like males can have hormone imbalances as well. Yeah, it's just probably um, a lot not really as spoken about. It's not yeah. really spoken of. Yeah, I don't know. Like if like, – I definitely I, don't I think, think it's like a red flag. Like, I don't think it's like anything – I think it's more like it affects her. Like it's not a red yeah. flag in him, but it more affects her because that's how she feels loved. Yeah, like, I mean, if anyone's going to get rejected, like touch, you, yeah. it doesn't make you feel great. Yeah, and also you would start to think like, why doesn't he want to have sex with me? Like, is am I the problem? But yeah, I think like if you haven't already had a discussion, like it obviously can be very, a very civil conversation. Obviously, not like your, you know trying to attack him or anything like that like still it could be very civil conversation and more of like a concern that you know is everything okay um or even like yeah it doesn't have to be about you guys having different sex drives it could literally just be like you know how is the sex like how do you think like do you enjoy the sex you know is there anything else you want to try like do you enjoy having sex it could just be sometimes like more of a casual conversation sometimes they can like I have heard of situations that can be partners where like I'm not saying this is your case at all like he sounds like you know lovely and kind like what you said but sometimes you can have a partner and they they have like they get like porn addiction or like you know like that fantasy addiction where they just can't be bothered to do it with their partner or in the bedroom because they're just getting that satisfaction from elsewhere Mm -hmm. and like obviously I'm not saying that's this case but, like, you just – you want to talk to him and ask him, like, what's going on because if that is the case, it's obviously affecting your – you know, you and it's affecting your situation in the bedroom. 
Yeah, I think if it is weighing on you, yeah, I don't know if you have already not had a conversation, but I think like just having a casual conversation can easily just bring the topic up and just say, you know, I don't know if you've spoken about love languages, but even just say like, you know, that's how you feel loved is like physical touch. And of course, physical touch can be so many other things as well, not just sex, like even just like cuddling or like kissing or just being affectionate in general. I I was gonna say I think like even yeah ha- when you're having a conversation even bring up like you know do you take any like have you take do you take any medication that could affect it or like you know maybe it is just his sex drive or you know maybe it's just like completely opposite but then I'm I'm also like is that a se- could it like she's probably thinking is it a sexual chemistry thing like is there something wrong with me so yeah I don't know yeah it's maybe really hard one but yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it's worth speaking about though. Like I feel like you and your partner should also be comfortable enough to be able to sort of speak about anything with you if I don't know, if like either of you feel upset about something yeah. or you and your partner should always feel comfortable to be able to speak about however yeah. you feel in any situation or like you even also, talk about these sort of topics or have these conversations. Yeah, you also just never know because this this stuff is a lot more common in females, but like sex and and this conversation and these topics can just be can be so taboo for people and like mm. they shy away from it and yeah. they're really scared of it. Some people, really, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, some people just aren't good at having really deep emotional conversations as well. Like some people just aren't you know, good about, I don't know, talking about their emotions or like just talking about deep yeah, taboo, taboo topics. topics. Yeah, because yeah. if you grow up kind of sheltered from it It can make you really uncomfortable and like you know be really taboo for you so yeah I think that's just there's so many different reasons why this could be the case and and I definitely think it's definitely not you like obviously it's it's affecting you but um I think having a conversation about it yeah and it could it could be just simply that you guys do have such different sex drives, but both being so young, yeah, I think like yeah, you don't want to so lose you don't want to lose that you don't want to lose that. I mean, we were talking about this in our last episode, but you don't want to lose that sort of chemistry and sexual energy and, and energy spark, and yeah, in a relationship yeah. because of yeah something like this. But this is sort of off topic. But I also think like in relationships. It doesn't have to be because of any particular reason, but I do think, you know, I I feel like little check-ins here and there with your partner are just good in general. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be because there's a particular, it doesn't have, like you don't have to wait for a particular situation or yeah, to talk about thing it. to yeah. come up that like is going to instigate the conversation. But I just think having having deep emotional conversations with your partner regularly and like checking in, are really healthy and really good and it doesn't need to be like a bad thing like even just like yeah simply having a conversation regularly like you know is there anything that I could do better to like you know you know to be better for you or is there anything that I you would like me to do or and that's I'm not just talking like sex I'm literally talking anything Every, in a yeah. relationship like yeah is there anything, is there anything this I did this week any, that ticked you off yeah that you just there, haven't brought up yeah, or is there mm-hmm. anything I can do, you know, better or to be like improve in the relationship or like are you and then if you want to go into like sex as well, are you enjoying the sex? Is there mm-hmm. anything that we could do differently or like just yeah, having those conversations I think with your partner are really healthy and it's not like a bad thing to be talking about that stuff. Yeah. 
I have not read this, so this is both of our first impressions. Okay. So let's just read and see how we go. Advice, please, in capital letters. That's what she said. Okay. I desperately need some advice. A few weeks ago, I found out my boyfriend went through my phone. I went to bed with my phone on 5% and I had forgotten to bring my charger. When I woke up in the morning, my phone was on 50% and was under my pillow instead of the bedside table where I'd left it. Wait, that's so creepy. Why are you touching my phone when I'm sleeping? Mm. I checked my screen time and realized my boyfriend had woken up at 5 a.m., put my phone on charging, gone through my phone. Oh, my God. I could see what it is. Oh, so, okay. So she knows he's gone through it. I was going to say maybe he's just gone and, like, put it on charge. No, let me keep reading. I could see what apps he checked, Instagram, Snapchat, messages, and also my porn history. Oh. When I asked him if he'd done it, he continuously denied it. I knew he was lying and he wouldn't own up. What a sneaky, sneaky Sneaky snake. snake. I feel like at least admit to it though because like she's creepy. And like she's got the evidence right there. Like she knows like at least admit. Yeah, (laughs) she goes, there was nothing shady on my phone, but he clearly read my messages with my best friend where I was venting to her about how it annoyed me that he spends too much time on his phone when we're together and a few other little things which he has since stopped doing and apologised for. Coincidence, I think not. Mm. (laughs) Worst of all, he's now trying to incorporate things in the bedroom which he clearly saw me looking at on a porn (laughs) site. (laughs) Okay. So they're using like... There's a a light at the end of the tunnel with this. Maybe he was doing it with good intentions. He's like... He was doing his research. Yeah, he was researching. He's like, I want to improve. Like, what can I do? I mean, not did not doing it the best way. He like yeah. simply could have just had the discussion. Yeah, he, he could simply just, could have he asked could have had what the do you relationship chat that we were yeah. just talking about. But instead, he but decided he's, he's to started, he went set to a timer on his phone and wake up two hours earlier than you probably and go through your phone. Yeah, and then he, he realized that it was probably dead, and he was like, "Oh God, I need to go charge it." That's like on you when they're trying to cover up all of the little like pieces of um, evidence. Well, he has evidence all like he, he didn't even like remove the apps or anything oh my god that's so funny like it it doesn't necessarily have anything bad Bad coming out of it like i would say you know he's gone and done his research like that's but i wonder what his intentions were then like what was his intentions going through the phone like obviously i'm gonna lose trust if you think you have to go like you have to go through your phone Mm. like is he looking for something that's so funny like is he trying to find something or he's just Mm. curious yeah, because, like, obviously, like, not good on his behalf to go through your phone and be, like, you know, untrustworthy mm. and sneaky like mm. that I, and then deny it when you bring it up. But, yeah, I mean, if he he's improving. He's improved in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think him denying it's a little bit – I think he should at least just own up to it and admit it when you know, like, you know. Interesting that you <clears throat> brought that one up because I was actually DMing a girl yesterday – um, I'm not going to speak too much about it because she wasn't messaging me regarding it being in the podcast. She was just messaging me for my advice and stuff. But it was she was basically on the, on the other end of the situation where she went through her partner's phone because um, she was like curiosity killed the cat and like she found all of this stuff that's now pretty much, you know, like she was just completely hidden. naive from and like it, <gasps> I'm not going to go saying what, 
it was, but it's just a lot of really bad stuff. And I was saying to her, it's like stuff that I would not be able to recover from. You couldn't fix that. I would be out the door if if I saw that stuff. And it, you know, it, it sucks because yeah, she went through his phone, but she also found stuff that she wouldn't have yeah. known about if she didn't. Yeah, um, it's it is and like it, and how, then like it's like it's how can you be so well. naive? But that's what she was and saying. Like, like she's she was saying like their relationship was so healthy and yeah. you know she from what she thought they were so in love, um, and it's kind of scary like that you know that could this like things can simply just be hidden like that on a phone. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, I I think like obviously she had a gut feeling, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have one more. This one is quite long, but we'll get through it quickly. Hi girls, first of all, I'd like to thank you for being such a great source of positive energy and inspiration. I hope you guys receive Aww. all of your goals because you really deserve it. Oh my God, oh, that's, that's so, so nice. cute. Um, I'm having a situation right now, but I'm not quite sure if you want to address this topic in your podcast, but I kind of just need advice, relationship advice. So this is what happened. I came to the UK as an exchange student for a year and of course meeting new people and establishing connections is inevitable. What I would have never imagined was meeting my soulmate soulmate the the perfect guy for me and that we both were going to end up falling for each other and having this huge connection and beautiful relationship we've been dating for basically almost the whole year but the time to say goodbye arrived and i cannot cannot be more heartbroken since i'm from spain and he's from south korea which is a huge distance luckily He's going to be back in the UK since he's studying there and that's a bit less far from where I live. But still, it's a very complicated situation that I'm experiencing for the first time in my life. Yeah, wow. We've scheduled some visits already, but I don't know what to do in the meantime and our future is so uncertain that I cannot help but feel anxious. I thought that maybe Liv could give me some advice, some good advice since she has been through this. I would be really thankful for that. That's really cute. I didn't even yeah. like read this at all. I just opened this in the DMs and I didn't realise. Yeah, that's so hard been directed as well at me. because she went, moved over there, not obviously expecting that as sort an of an outcome student, and like yeah. not expecting the expectation that she's going to have to do a long distance relationship. But I guess when you meet the person that not doing long distance is not even an option yeah. because you just want to be with that person. Yeah, it is. Like you think about it like that, you think it's not even a, an, an option to, option to yeah. not be together. Um, And then that's when you obviously start thinking about doing long distance. I don't know if you've had this conversation with the guy from South Korea Um. Like, I don't know if you've had, you guys have had that conversation about wanting to be exclusive and wanting to be in a relationship or, you know, being able to do long distance. I don't know if that's something he would be interested in doing as well. Um, I would say at the start, it's way harder at the start, Mm. which is probably the like area that you're in right now. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're like establishing, kind of establishing like the, what are are we, what what are we going to do? Like, how can we do this? Um, and obviously like not being able to spend time together as well. It, that, that first kind of area of figuring it out is probably the the worst. I'm the biggest advocate for long distance. Like I, I just think like, I would not want to go the rest of my life and think like what could have happened if I didn't pursue that or Mm. if I just, just gave up like straight away. So I think for me, that's enough motivation to like keep going and just think why would I give up on this so easily when I don't know I just wouldn't want to live the rest of my life and think like I don't happen yeah like I just let that go and then you're always going to like have that love for that person and think about them and like Mm. how special it was Mm. 
I do think like long distance is definitely not for everyone. You know, people have different job commitments and financial situations and yeah, it's just not for everyone. But I think if you guys are both 100, like you have to be like 200% in, like 200% committed and both willing to make it work and take turns in traveling or seeing each other or just taking turns in making an effort. And I think like at the start, it's going to be probably really hard, like emotionally adjusting to it. I literally, I say it to my boyfriend all the time, but I have PTSD of saying goodbye to him. Like the other day I was packing my suitcase for Sydney and like mm. I was fine, but the, the just the act of packing my suitcase gave me so much trauma and PTSD because it is just the worst feeling. Like I was telling him like how bad it was. Like you, you're mm. literally going through a heartbreak. So, yeah, just hearing you talk about this is just reminding me of just it's such a horrible situation. But you're like so you're so young and so capable of doing it. And I think if you both are willing to do it, then you have to. And Spain and the UK, a little bit closer. So, yeah, Spain and the UK is not too bad, actually. Yeah, I think. And if you have a couple little trips already planned to see each other I think focus on them rather than focusing so much on the future and like the end yeah and because you have something to look forward at least you have those few yeah times that you're gonna see each other to look forward to it yeah and I think while you're both still young as well and you are in you know your long distance you're in that kind of that awkward long distance phase you just spend that time focusing on yourself, focusing on what you do have control of in your life right now, which is your job, your friends, your living situation, whatever it is, because you obviously don't have each other. So I did, I think I did a TikTok about this like a little while ago. So if you go onto my page, my TikTok page, not not selfless plugging, but it's just, I spoke a lot about this topic a lot better um, and a lot deeper advice as well. But yeah, I just think like once, once, you're focusing on yourself I don't know it just kind of takes that burden off a little bit of like being miserable the whole time you don't want to be miserable the whole time of like oh my god I miss them so much I'm like you just you want to take advantage of your life and mm. what you do have in control right mm. now and I think that's all you can really do but all the best yeah. and please give well, me up was, an yeah. update as well We're going to finish off our episode with our hot or drop. Mm-hmm. Liv, do you have a hot or drop for this week? I do. I have a hot. This is only very recently I've experienced this, but in Sydney, I'm still looking for like new gyms and stuff like that. I haven't really like fully settled into a gym routine and I'm kind of like trialing heaps of different classes and just seeing what's out there. Anyways, on when was it? Last week, I decided to try Barry's, which... I'm pretty sure it's like a US fitness franchise. It's kind of like an F45, if you know what that is. I've never heard of them. It's like, I would say like interval style training, lots of running on the treadmill. Yeah, it's, I would say it's actually quite, it's very similar to like an F45, but it doesn't even have like barbells and stuff. Like it's literally. Like a cardio. Yeah, it's like a cardio room. You have like a step, Mm. step thing and then some dumbbells. Anyway, so I went and did a class. I did trial class and oh my God, I just cannot explain the pain I was in for four days after this class. I've never done something so intense in my life. You're literally sprinting on this treadmill for 15 minutes, like sprinting 
And then the instructor, they're like, they're so good at what they do. They're shouting at you what you're Mm. meant to be doing. And so they have this saying where it's like six, seven, eight. That's like the modes you're meant to be on. So six or seven or eight. And whenever she would say like six, seven, eight or like seven, eight, nine or whatever, I would always be on the lower end because I literally had this girl next to me and she was my head finished at like her shoulders. She was so tall and she was sprinting on like like level 11 and I was like trying to sprint on level eight, but I literally would have nearly flung off this treadmill. That's how fast it was going. But anyways, besides the point, it was so good and that you can tell everyone that goes there is so fit mm. because it's just, I've never ever done anything like that before and this, it was set up so well. Like if you go, if you're a first timer, you get a free shake at the end. They have this full like protein shake bar. So once mm. you're done, they're all lined up out the front. You go and grab your smoothie. Why don't you sign up there? It's like eighty dollars a week. Eighty dollars a week, and it's not really versatile enough. Like the, yeah. if I'm paying eighty dollars a week, I yeah, I I need a lot of like diverse you know classes and options. But oh, it was just so good. That's like my hot of this episode because I'm definitely going to, I think I'm going to do like some one-offs. Casual visits. Yeah, casual visits Mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, that, if anyone has access to a Barry's, go and try and, um, go and try a session because it's a bit intense, but fun. It was fun. Mm. Well, my, I've also got a hot this week. Um, I find I don't really often have drops, Mm. but yeah. Um, my hot this week is not an ad, which I kind of wish it was an ad, but I'm going to do HelloFresh because oh. <laughs> I've been loving it. Yeah. Olivia, Olivia's been, I've been doing it for doing like Hallie over Fresh a year. For like over a year. All last year you were doing it. Yeah. Which I never was really participating because I didn't, you know, you'd cook the meals and you'd have the, you'd have the meals for yourself and I just like wouldn't have them. But since like living on my own and I did, do a I did a do a job for HelloFresh like over on my Instagram and then after that I've just like fallen in love with it because Mm. I was so like I would if I don't have something to cook I will just be so lazy and not prioritize cooking for myself and I just would always cook the same two meals on rotate and they're just like quick and easy and I would never like change it up or anything but like HelloFresh have like such good meals. They're, and they're so good. Like they're dense as well. They and they're taste so, so good. easy to cook. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not joking. Me and my boyfriend look forward to cooking our HelloFresh every night for dinner because it's so fun and the yeah. meals are so yum. Yeah. And like uh, yeah, like the other night we had this burger and it was like this meaty beef burger with like fries and it was so good and then we had like this creamy tomato pasta chicken and bacon pasta it's so good yeah and I just I seriously love it and I wish this was an ad for HelloFresh yeah HelloFresh if you want to sponsor a podcast let us know please email us (laughs) but yeah I just I I I'm a really yeah I stand by that influencer on HelloFresh right now yeah me and my boyfriend love it too I do I do love it um it's just so easy like they've got the whole they've got the procedure on a paper for you yeah. all the ingredients you don't have to do anything you just follow the steps and it's so quick and easy I know it's yeah. so good love it that concludes this week's episode thank you so much for listening in and like always go follow us over on the instagram just at the group chat 
And if you want to write in anything for our TMIs, confessions or our our advice advice hotline, (laughs) then you can email us or DM us. Yes. And we will see you next Thursday. Bye. You have now left the group chat. Thank you.